You're now tuned in to the one and only The Original Guys Podcast Featuring Coach Ware and your boy Dre McDonald We are The Original Guys We have a special guest in the house Daniel in the building From MI3 The one and only MI3 Center Might have to add him to the uh, To the roster No, He done been on three of the Three of the four episodes It's all good It's all good You know he got some good insight you know, before we get started on this episode, we would like to send our prayers to Austin, to Andrew Jones. You know, that is something that that is very unexpected. And we, you know, in the basketball and just in life in general, you know, cancer is just one of those things that that's unexpected and you never you never are prepared to hear those words, you have cancer or you have X, Y, and Z. So, you know, we want to give our uh, prayers and Stuff out to Andrew Jones and his family. Yeah, that's a that's a tough situation, man. That's a real good kid, Andrew Jones. Uh, man, I seen him play so many times just in Texas, just in high school. Real good kid, man. Um, it's it's gonna hurt Texas too because they missing something now. But man, it's, I mean, it's bigger than basketball though. Just for life, man. Good kid. Just man, prayers out to him and his family, and I hope uh, you know he fights through this and, and and have a victory lap over it. Keep fighting, man. Just don't give up. Did he play here? Nah, I don't think he's played here before. And am I three? The EYBL? Oh, who he play? Who he he play was for? in the EYBL. He played for, for uh, Pro Skills. Oh, he sure did play for Pro Skills. Yes, he was. Oh, yeah, so he was here. Yeah, he played here. Oh, man. Well, keep fighting, man. Just, you know, just don't give up even when it gets tough. It's easy to give up and it's hard to keep fighting, you know. Everyone, even people who may not even know who you are, Everyone's wishing for the best for you. And we just want to see you get back out there on the court, not only for yourself, but for your family and everybody who you feel like you represent. We just want to see you do a lot better. We want to see you fight this as hard as you can and just recover from it and not, don't have to worry about this no more. And like, you know, albeit that cancer is a bad situation that you're unexpected for, but it goes into what we talked about all the time during the summertime and even like years prior. Should kids go out when they have just a little chance to go make money? Because now you're talking about a kid who has cancer and may not ever play basketball again. Like, yeah, I, think it's, I, think it's, I think it's bigger than that, man. I don't even think, you know, they worried about basketball. No, no I'm just saying in general. Like, no, I know what you're saying about last year, but I mean, who's to say that he would have got picked up? Like, he could have been in the G League and that's, it's hard. Like, it, it is hard. So, because, yeah, because yeah, you, like, he's getting world, you know, he getting the money, the best of what money can buy as far as doctors. Yeah. Because he's at, he stayed at the university yeah. as opposed to, what if he did make a roster and his contract was guaranteed? Mm-hmm. He'll still get that. But what if he didn't? Yeah. If he yeah. Didn't, he'd just be out there, man. He'd just be a G League player. Like, ain't nothing wrong with G League, but I mean, those guys want something different. Those guys want to have a chance to make it to the league. And a lot of those guys usually go overseas to where they can make money that's not taxed and stuff. So, I mean, like I said, man, just prayers up to that dude, man. Prayers up to him. Speaking of overseas, what you think about uh, the Ball Brothers and their debut, Lithuania? I like it. Like, I mean, outside of that first game, like, well, they had a game this morning too. Yeah, and I'm not even counting the first game. So, 
the second game, the real game when they actually played against real grown men. They didn't do too much. They didn't really do too much, but I mean, you got to think how many people can come right in. Especially yeah, like Lamelo, like he's a sixteen-year-old child. Yeah, they young. I'm, uh, I'm not like, taking. I'm not taking nothing. So and then game. you talk about how long they've been there? A week, if that. Like how it's it's taking the thunder. Yeah. Four months to figure each other out. So just imagine how long it's gonna take a sixteen and eighteen, nineteen-year-old kid to figure out people that they don't even speak English with. Yeah. What you I, think about that? I mean. I think it's easy for people to kind of, because I think this is their Lithuanian pro debut. Like this is the debut of the league, at yeah. the league play, mm-hmm. and neither of them scored. Yeah. So I think for me, because I, I, I count both games, I'll say this: Jello, my man's. You may be playing by yourself soon, because mellow, mellow. He looks like be, an NBA talent. Yeah, 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 you do not look like an NBA player. And I don't know I don't know what you can do about it. I mean just keep working at your game, play defense, stop being such a chunker with the basketball, pass the ball actually. But yeah. and I say that because I I respect everything LeVar's done. Yeah, and, I, yeah. and the big thing for me was that first game, LeVar had like three triple B logos on the court. Mm-hmm. So I respect everything that they've done. It's just looking at it from a basketball standpoint. Mm-hmm. Jello, Jello, I hope you packed the extra bag. Yeah. Well, this, this is my he, thing, he man. Bodyguard, man. This, this is my thing. So if you think about it, Melo would have been a McDonald's All-American if he stayed in school. I'm not sure about that. He he would have been. Yeah. He, he was top. He was number seven in the country. Yeah, he like he was, but this he is why I say that because I feel like I feel like there are gatekeepers for all sports. That so, not playing defense would have killed him. I, I, just, uh, but, I but, but I watched the game today. A lot of people don't play defense, yeah. but not like, I, I, but not so blatantly like. I, he I mean, if you're getting forty, I mean, yeah, like, James Harden in the McDonald's game. It's a lot of kids game. that don't but, play defense. But even James Harden, but James Harden wasn't blatantly not playing defense. Yeah. I, I think it's, he would have been straight, bro. He would have been all YouTube videos. He would have been. He would have been all American. So you're all American for YouTube. He would have been all American. He would have made a Jordan brand team. Like he would have been in all that, you know, all the high school. But I mean, like I said. If going overseas and getting paid, I mean, that's and then every kid's dream. Against pros, yeah, every, every kid's dream. Like, so it I, is. He'd rather do that than do play. This is what I feel about it. I felt like Jello should have been the only one to do that. I feel like for Melo, all this does is make it harder for him to go to the league. No, you guys think uh, Brandon Jennings did it? Well, yeah, Jennings. but you got to think about the competition they're playing. Like they're saying that this is kind of the bottom barrel of the league. No, it's the B. No, but I'm saying that, that's how. No, they, no, the team they played the first night. The first night, but not, not the, the last team they played the real team. But I'm talking about kind of how the NBA scouts are looking at the league as a whole. Oh, okay. They're looking at the league like this is not. I mean, you got to think. I know, I, I know an NBA scout personally. I I could call him right now, and his and his exact words to me was, "Giannis wasn't very good at all, and he played in the similar type of league." Yeah, man. it's a lot of guys, that and he was like. The next year, like he figured it out, <coughs> yeah. and you with Melo, like even still, man, you go, you practicing and training against grown yeah. men every day. every single day. So they, I mean, like I said, he Brandon Jennings did it, uh, who and he did? probably averaged four points a game. Uh, yeah, Brandon Jennings ain't do nothing overseas. He actually back overseas right now. Man. Ain't getting buckets. He get back in the NBA soon. Now, well, not to sound stupid, because I want to ask this question, just in theory. So when you 
because he's still considered a pro, but he's yeah, sixteen. He, he could go. So he would actually. Game. So if he didn't go pro, he'd be eligible to play like summer ball. Yeah, he no. I think he still can play he still play summer, play summer ball even though he's a pro. Yeah, I think so. Because I, I don't know how that works because there's no governing body. He might actually play summer ball because you know they're big on the big ball. Because, because I'm trying to think. Can, you can still play when you're signed, right, or no? No, you can't play. Okay, so. Not to a D1. Okay, so. You can play when you sign to a Juco or something. And see, that's what I'm saying. Like, there's nothing that I've ever. I've only heard people say, hey, you can't play if you're signed to a D1. Yeah, I've never seen I've never heard somebody say if you're. That, that would be pro. very interesting to see if they. If they had something to say, but I, he probably don't want to play. No, like if, if I'm Lamelo Ball, matter of fact, if I'm Lavar Ball, the first thing I do is say, Melo, we're about to play big baller again for the summer. Yeah, yeah. Because you want to challenge, because you know what it is. I, I've kind of figured out Lavar. Lavar is a guy who challenges authority. Which, yeah, yeah. Nothing wrong with that, but it's just, yeah. he's gonna challenge it. He's gonna put. He's gonna try to put Lamelo on the team. I feel like he should just so we can know if that's a rule or not. Yeah, yeah. None of us know because he's the only know, person yeah. to do this. Well, you gotta think. Some of them kids, like Team Puerto Rico and stuff, that come to Vegas and stuff. Yeah, they be. We don't think them kids play pro over where they from. I don't know. Uh, I, I don't live in Puerto Rico. That's what I'm uh, saying. Just, just for the, just for the audience of yeah, yeah. the OGs, the original guys. Yeah. I, Daniel, doesn't know. So yeah. If Dre knows, if Coach Ware knows, if yeah. I, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't. I'm, I think if you look that up, it might not be in the rule book because I've never seen. It's not too many kids is gonna do. Because it's kind of like yeah. you can't just make a rule out of thin air like that. Yeah, exactly. Because now it comes. No, so I think Melo should try it. I, I think that would be interesting. I think he should try it. But Jello, you, my man, you gotta start passing the ball, man. You can't be chucking the ball every time he touches it. You did that at UCLA too. That's yeah. why he was on the bench. Exactly. So. Can't like you're not Mr. Automatic. Yeah, so. and you know I want you to get better. You know, yeah. I don't want to keep hearing steel jokes because of you. Exactly. I want you. To, I want you to be great. So you you got to start playing defensive passing. Like, come on. Exactly. So did we catch the national championship game? Cause that was a different kind of ending for uh, for the quarterbacks. That that was crazy to me. That that was probably one of the best college football. It actually was the best college football game this year. Uh, shout out to Alabama, man. They just a dynasty, man. Just when I watch they they spring game, bro. It's just so many pros, like future pros on their team. Like that's all they recruit is future pros from defense, offense. Like Nick Saban is like Nick Saban is the man in college football. Like there's no 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 around it. Like he's the man. You know, say so it's win or bust. If he don't win a national championship, that's a bad year for him. So. Shout out to them, man. Shout out to Alabama man. and how they just came back and, and kept fighting, man. That's that should show all the kids in any sport, man. Just keep fighting. And if you're doing what you're supposed to do the right way, you're going to get that dub, man. Man, I just feel bad for Jalen Hurts. I mean, kind of, sort of, not really because it happened all the time. But you very rarely see it happen on the stage. I mean, you got to think, like, I remember Tom Brady uh, took, yeah, took Drew Bledsoe. Uh, stuff on the, on that same kind of stage. But. I mean, but the dude went twenty five and two, man. So he, I, I feel like people was blowing it up. I really feel like he wasn't tripping. He just wanted to get a win somehow. And I don't know. I really honestly think it wasn't his fault. I think it was. I don't know what kind of offense they was running in that first half. At Go all. ahead, D. I, you I don't got know what something kind of to offense say. they was running in that first no, half. My thing about Jalen Hurts is, it's just first of all, Jalen Hurts as a teammate. 
like the resilience you show, knowing that you got your spot took. Like, cause that's what happened. It wasn't no switch. You got your spot took and you rolled with it. You was being active, you wasn't pouting. I think any athlete could learn from that because that's tough. Like when you know you got your spot taken and he probably knows that that moment he got a transfer. So my thing with Jalen Hurts is this, what really changed other than the quarterbacks? I think Alabama actually threw in more true freshmen. So I think it became more of a Alabama. What they I think they they tried to do is take some of those guys who've been practicing together, throw them on there, see what happens. Really for Jalen Hurts, all that really meant was we just don't think you're a, a strong enough runner and have as much awareness in the pocket, and you don't really have a cannon arm to. But you know what? I what was funny. I was watching the game before when they played Clemson, mm -hmm. and it was like. Man, you gotta you gotta give an appreciation to how fast Michael Vick really was, mm -hmm. cause as the defenders closing in, the ends closing in on him, and he taking off a little bit, and he kind of getting caught from behind. He's fast, but I'm just looking like, damn, Michael Vick, whew, he was he was electric when he was scrambling. And I think that's what made Michael Vick that number one pick, cause because when you get picked that high, that means people are saying saying that you're a Hall of Famer. That's what being number one pick means. So I think people appreciated Michael Vick because Michael Vick really, you know what? Michael Vick might be one of the, if not the originator, he's a rejuvenator of the dual threat quarterback because he was that guy who was running and also throwing the ball. And I think for him, especially now, that's why ESPN when they rank quarterbacks now is QBDT or QBPP. Yeah. But you know what else is funny though? Like, just watching Jalen Hurts, I said to myself, I tweeted it and people were like, uh, you, you messed up. Uh, if Alabama ever get them a real quarterback, they could win like every year. Cause they have pros on the defensive side, they have pros on the offensive side. For some reason, even LSU, they always got a scrub quarterback. Not saying the kids are scrubs, but you gotta, you gotta have a next level type of thinking though. Like that pass, that that boy threw when they ran that crossing route to Ridley, mm -hmm. you, that's an anticipation throw. You gotta be able to make that throw. Well, and that's the thing hurts, I don't think he was making. Able to so what about, is, is Tua able to do it? Like, do you think Tua is? He did it in the game. Because yeah. <laughs> one thing I noticed about Alabama for some reason, so Nick Saban's teams always have problems, like all of his defenses always have problems with mobile quarterbacks. But he just never seems to ever go recruit one. So why not? This is the first time I've ever seen a guy that, and I'm not, and I'm not, I'm not trying to bash Jalen Hurts, but seeing a guy that actually fits the profile of somebody he would probably lose against. If if Tua played for Georgia, I felt like they would have a problem just like how they had a problem with Deshaun Watson. Well, you gotta think too. That boy have been going against first team defense the whole year, so he playing against future first round draft picks. Every day at practice. So, him playing against Georgia, although it was a game, he still, man, I've been getting smacked around every day at practice. Mm -hmm. It's a little different. So, speaking of that, um, what y'all guys think about Lamar Jackson? Is he going to be a pro-style quarterback? Because right now, they basically basing him, I hate to say it, they basing him off of being an African-American quarterback. 
and a lot I of mean, people don't think he got what it take. But how? Why wouldn't he not have what it take when he was a Heisman Trophy winner? How tall is he? Six three. Six three. Because this is what because this is what I saw, and I'll be real. When he won the Heisman last year, I don't think he really won it off of his arm. I think he won it because he was such an electrifying runner. Nah, nah yeah, he, he got that Michael Vick. Yeah, he got an arm too, though. That's, I, that's the problem that 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 I see. People don't know that he really do got an arm. But the NFL is kind of moving away from that mobile. It's it's really strange. Like college football wants a mobile quarterback. The NFL is trying to get away from that because a lot of them get hurt. So it's about longevity. Well, you can do it. You just gotta know how to do it. Like, uh, Dak Prescott, for instance, mm-hmm. he, he's a quote-unquote mobile quarterback. But he know he take care of his body. Like, dudes like Lamar Jackson, I think they have to be able to slide when needed to. Like, they can't go try to run over a defense alignment in the NFL. It's not going to work. But, it, but this is why I feel like it's hard because you're playing a certain way your whole life. Even when you go to college, and all of a sudden you're being asked to change that. Now it's it's easier said than done because then it becomes a habit. So even with RG three, RG three got hurt multiple times, but was still running around the same way. You can tell, and he, and he actually got hurt trying to adjust. Like one time he was trying to slide, he forgot. Like oh, I've been I'm injury prone. Let me slide. Then he slid all in his knee and hurt his knee. Okay, I'll do you one better. In basketball, everybody in college, let's just go Kentucky. Everybody in college is the dude. Mm-hmm. I mean, everybody in high school was the dude. Mm-hmm. Go to college, everybody was the dude. So, at the end of the day, they all adjusted because it's always one dude that's better than all of y'all. So, you eventually have to work. Like the Cavs, the reason why Kyrie ain't work. LeBron's a better dude than Kyrie Irving. That's just fact. He's an all-time great basketball player. Like, you either gonna adjust or move around. So, is Lamar Jackson gonna adjust or move around? If Lamar Jackson wants longevity, he probably gonna have to move around because you have to understand. And it's not that I don't want I, I want him to, but it's like when you go play in the NFL, there's 32 teams. If all 32 teams is like, we would rather you be a receiver. Cause it's, and, I, and I won't say because they're only doing it. They did it to Tim Tebow, too. Tim Tebow was so hell-bent on. To save his life. That's true, but he was still hell-bent on being a quarterback. Yeah. Tim Tebow was, because Tim Tebow decided not to adjust, he's not in the league. But Tim Tebow, if we don't even know, he could have been one of the all-time greatest tight ends that ever played football. But he, we would never know because he didn't adjust. I mean, you still got to stay true to yourself and what you want to do. Like, Terrell Pryor, he started at quarterback for two years for the Oakland Raiders. Yeah, he sure did. Now he's a big-time receiver. I think he had 1,000 yards this mm-hmm. year. So, it's just one of those things where, like, if you want to make millions of dollars or you want to go home and be a car salesman. Well, it's also, think about it this way, though, because those are guys who decided to adjust. Mm-hmm. So, you said stay true to yourself, Tim Tebow. If he doesn't want to be a fullback or a tight end, he wants to be a quarterback. My thing with Tim Tebow is it, it, it's it's a it's a tough question because it's do you love football 
how much do you love football? Do you love football enough to where you're willing to change a position? Says so keep playing football, or do you not love football that much because you're still helping on one position? Well, it's kind of same with basketball. Think think about in basketball. Well, you got to think too, though, bro. Like Tim Tebow couldn't throw the ball. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But I'm saying I'm saying because uh, at, at this point I'm talking about Tim Tebow deciding not to want to switch. I'm sure Tim Tebow knew he couldn't throw the ball neither. No, I mean it's just like. The kid who can't shoot that always shoots. I mean, but I, they don't think they can't shoot. But okay. what's the first thing they say when I can shoot? But think about it. If if, if the kid knows, if if he's being told, my son or whatever child, yeah, Riley, just a random name. If you could be a D one prospect, if you literally just play defense and stop shooting, if he says, you know what? I'm gonna keep shooting and never makes it D1. We're gonna be looking at him like all you have to do is make the switch. That's the same way I look at Tim Tebow. All you have to do is make the switch. Yeah, that's true. But I mean, in his heart is heart. He a hard worker. He feel like he could have made that transition. Now, eventually, I mean, he can't play because mm -hmm. still other things, just like playing point guard, playing quarterback. Mm -hmm. It's not necessarily. Physical that you yeah. have to wear. It's mental. Yeah. And like I said, them anticipation throws, you got to be born with that. Yeah. Like, I don't, if I'm not mistaken, I don't think Tebow was born with that. Any, anybody listening to this, I, I need y'all to do an assignment. Y'all need to research what Tim Tebow is doing right now. I think the last thing he was doing was playing like baseball. Base, minor league baseball. Minor league baseball. Ain't heard nothing about Tim Tebow hitting home runs. I remember that used to be a news story like almost every other day. Like, well, I heard he got a shot right now to make the Mets. So I mean, you got to think. I hope he. I hope he, he make. Got, he, I hope he do like he's uh, he's he worked for ESPN. He worked for ESPN or TNT or whatever. He, whoever he works for. ESPN. He's getting multiple checks. So he I know that. He he's got, good. But I want to know. Key word to this is multiple streams of income. But I still want to know. He's getting a pension from the league. Mm-hmm. He getting checks? No, no, no. He don't. He, don't. he played long enough. Three years? Oh, he sure did play three years. More than that? I, I think this is a three year for the pension. But I want it. But everybody, listen to this. I need y'all to research this. A comment in SoundCloud. Comment on offseason don't exist on Instagram. Dre, Dre, uh, Dre on Instagram and Twitter. Coach, where? Please comment. What is Tim Tebow doing on that minor league team? I really don't know. And I would really love to find out because I ain't hearing nothing about him. Yeah, so I mean, like I said, that that I hope Lamar Jackson do make it because I feel like he could be a quarterback, especially with the quarterbacks we have now in the NFL. Some of them do not belong in there, but I mean, you got to think they 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 dissed Deshaun Watson too. Yeah, and did. I was one of the people that said, well, he couldn't read defenses in college. He was just better than everybody, but. He was still top 15 in the league in court, uh, touchdowns? Yeah, mm -hmm. 26. So, I mean, they they dissed him. It's just, it's, 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 I guess it's just, if you're so bad at reading defenses, how good are you in actually getting past them? Because my thing is this, just like in drumline, Nick Cannon couldn't read music, but Nick Cannon was the best drummer they had. Yeah, yeah. So that's kind of how I look at Deshaun Watson. He's, he's well, is he their best player? I still think Watson. Oh yeah, on offense, Watson. Well, on offense, yeah, yeah but it's, 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 it's hard to quantify who's the best player on NFL. Yeah, yeah, football team. is different though, yeah, because I mean, JJ Watt's a Hall of Famer. Yeah, uh, Clowney. You don't win games up. with defensive linemen, but he's still a Hall of Famer. I mean, the best player on the Browns was a defensive lineman. 
Yeah, but that's why they don't win games. Well, you still you gotta stop the other team scoring. Yeah, so I mean, it does. But if you have a, but you know what? But you know, if you what? have a great quarterback, you don't have like Tom but, Brady won Super Bowl with the worst defense in the league. But let me tell you why what you said makes sense. That's because they don't have multiple guys like that. Yeah. You can't win with one player on defense. You need like at least six. Yeah. Six out of the eleven got to be good. That's it. That's that's what it's all about. That's why it's tough because you can have we can have one good player on offense and be good, and then that's kind of why that's kind of why football for me is like yeah, it's kind of hard. It's weird. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. All right, so uh, let's talk about. These uh, playoffs is going on right now. We already know Daniel wants the Saints to win. We already know that uh, Trey McDonald's uh, Dallas Cowgirls haven't been doing nothing since 1993 or four. When was that? Five? Was it 96? I mean, they ain't did nothing in, in 2000 era. It's all good, though. Uh, but, yeah, man, who y'all got? The Eagles just won 15 to 10. Actually, they didn't look bad. Nick Foles did not look bad. I think he threw for 246 yards. Nick Foles is an ex-Pro Bowl quarterback. What are you talking about? Yeah, but I'm saying he, he hasn't been playing. Hold I on, mean, hold he, on, right hold now he's fighting his way for a new contract. Gotta, Somebody going to pick him up. We got to stop. Might be the Pro Bowl? He played in the Pro Bowl. My he, man, you know how many people can play in the Pro Bowl? It doesn't matter. It'd be like 35 alternates in the Pro Bowl. Well, yeah, I, but he still was there. I mean, he still was there. Yeah, I mean, I, I ain't gonna say Nick Foles never was terrible. Let, let, he wasn't terrible, but there was one year where it that's was, like saying the it kid. Was, it was there was one year. There's usually two quarterbacks in his roster, right? There was one year where they acts like, like what, fourteen quarterbacks? I'm just saying it's just 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 like saying uh, it's like all star. Uh, no, giving all the kids a uh, praise for making the McDonald's uh, All American nomination. Like, <laughs> nah, that's different, bro. Oh, no, hey, no. no. we're gonna, no. we gonna talk about that in a little bit. Let's, uh, let's, uh, let's, let's, let's finish up the football because I do want to talk about that because I don't, I don't really like that, but we're gonna talk about that in a little bit. All right, so uh, back to the football. Like I said, they had 15 to 10, 246 yards. They're gonna play the winner out of uh, the who is that? Um, the uh, the goddamn uh, who's that on the other side? Oh, you should know the Saints and the, oh, Saints um, and the Vikings and the Vikings, so that means they're gonna play the Saints. He going for the same. I, I'm not going to lie. The, the first matchup, let's see how the first I, matchup I, You know what I think would be a Between hell of a storyline? Case Keenum in the no, Super Bowl. No, that would not be a good storyline. Let's, let's see how that There's first, a dance right now. The first game went. A dance. Let's Sean Payton got a dance. That's the storyline. I'm about to find out how that first game went against the Vikings. Do not play the Saints. Vikings in the Saints. First yeah. game, September 11th. They play September the 11th. We're going way back. 29-19, they beat y'all 29-19. The Vikings won 29-19. Drew Brees threw for 291 yards for one touchdown. What week was that? Uh, what week was this? You know the Saints have like a five-week warm-up period where they don't play serious for well, five weeks. That's when uh, Adrian Peterson was on y'all team. Oh, they, oh uh, he's not there Sam now. Bradford was the quarterback for the... For the Vikings, he threw for 346 yards for three touchdowns. Is he playing this? D. Play Cook was killing. He had 100, 127 yards, 22 carries. Um, yeah, it didn't look too good for y'all the first time. Now, I don't know. I don't, I'm not sure if Sam Bradford playing or not, but let me see if they put out something about it. Uh, the backup been looking good, man. That's all I can say. Case Keenum, shout out to him, man. He used to be a Texan. I got love for him. I think it's going to be a real good game. I ain't going to lie to you. I, I, nah. Am you I going to say the Saints going to lose? I, let me let me let y'all know something about the Saints. We traded away our best receiver for some reason to the current Super Bowl champions. I have no idea why we did that. Because that what's the butter one for the Ohio State? Uh, the receiver. Michael Thomas. 
No. That's his name, Michael. Yeah, Michael Thomas. The second year receiver? Michael Mitchell, Mike Smith, whatever his name. I think that's Mike Thomas. That that boy good. He from Houston. Okay, but my thing is this. You couldn't have him on one side and Brandon Cooks on the other side? No. Why not? Because you don't need him. Yes, you need him. You know how often football players get hurt? Yes, we need him. Well, anyway, for some reason, we traded away our best receiver. That's from, receiver. From, from last year. I'll say from last year. True. All I know is this. The Saints have like a five-week period where, for some reason, football is not on their mind. You know? I think they get that from Tom Benson. You got to remember, they, they started like a whole bunch of rookies. Like I said, they're still going to win, though. Because my thing is this. He said that we play Sam Bradford. I don't know if he's playing. It really don't matter. I mean, Case Keenan is, is nice, too, man. I mean, like I said, I don't know. That game is a toss-up. They beat y'all the first time. Second time might be a charm, and y'all might get over the hump. Throwing all shade. And, um, Case Keenum got cut from, like, five different teams. I don't want to hear Case Keenum names. Because he's the perfect glue guy. Matter of fact, guy. Case Keenum, wasn't he on the Rams last year being trash? I don't the hear Rams, none of that. The Rams was trash last year. It don't matter. And he and he was their starting quarterback being trash. I don't hear none of that. The Titans and the Patriots just started. Who y'all got in this game? I'm gonna go with the Patriots. Of I'm course. gonna go with the Titans upsetting the Patriots. Yeah, I don't. That's not gonna. There's happen. no upset to the Patriots. You can't do that. They always Brady. cheat. I like the Patriots, but they be cheating. Uh, see, I ain't gonna say they cheat. They be cheating. I mean, they have in the past with the, with the Spygate or whatever. Which that's, Look, I mean, but I ain't gonna say they cheat. Tom Brady's my guy. But if you have a cell phone and you destroy your cell phone knowing they want it for evidence, what does that say? That's true. I mean, that's you know true. What I'm saying? That's true. That is true. I, I, I don't know how he was. I don't know how he got away with it because they didn't use that in court. Yeah. But, but for some reason, it was allowed. But so yeah, that's true. They're always cheating. I, I mean, I like the Patriots. I, I, I got the Patriots going back to the. Well, Patriots are the Saints. Saints. I'm not gonna say they're gonna go back to the Super Bowl, but they are. The Steelers. They're not. No. The game tomorrow. Steelers and the Jaguars. I like the Steelers. Le'Veon like Bell Steelers. just caused the Steelers to lose a game. Man, I think. The Steelers Why are, are you talking up? about your future while you're still in the playoffs? They gonna go. I like. Hey, shout out to. Jalen uh, Ramsey, he he's one hell of a cornerback. They got a, they got a defense over there at Jacksonville. I can respect that. Z- little zesty. They yeah. got a, they got a yeah. The Zass guy. They got they got a they got a team over there. I mean that's gonna be a, that's gonna be a good game tomorrow. That's gonna be a defensive battle. Um, I think the Steelers still gonna. You win. tell them that. Okay, his name <laughs> is Michael Thomas. I think it's still gonna be Steelers and the Patriots, man. Patriots gonna get ran. Nah, Steelers gonna get ran over by the Patriots. I think the Steelers gonna win. I think the Steelers might make it to the Super Bowl. I can see they Steelers. not. Let me tell you why they not. Versus Eagles. I, and I and I think I already said it. Le'Veon Bell here talking about his future, talking about retiring. What? Like I don't know who baited him, but he don't want the he don't want the franchise tag on him again. Why he's missing he, out on money? Why can't you say that after the season? Why are you talking about that's that true. now? That's true. These that's are bait questions. Like the that is. look, all athletes out there. I don't care how old you are. Five years old, 15, 25. There's something called bait questions by the media, where they literally ask you questions knowing you shouldn't answer it, but they want to see if you will. Yeah. Le'Veon Bell, I don't know how that came up, but that was a bait question. I don't know if you was talking to your homeboy, Freddie, or uh, uh, whoever. You got baited into that, because now that's going to be the story going into the game. Will Le'Veon Bell retire after this game if they when they get ran by the Patriots? That's literally going to be the story. You see what that is going to be the story. You're right. Man. And now Ben Roethlisberger, last year he was already talking about retiring himself. Yeah, that's true. So that's it's kind of like it's going to be some good game. And Super Bowl is definitely going to be good. I'm definitely going to be right because when the whoever Saints, make it, when the Saints play the, the Saints, Patriots, if the Saints make it, uh, hey, that'll be all good drinks on me. Saints play the Patriots. If the Saints make it, that's that's good on them too. Man. All drinks on me, but I'm not telling you where the bar is. <laughs> all right, uh, let's so, talk about this. Uh, 
Let's hot. talk about this college college basketball. Let's talk about uh, let's talk about Trey Young, one of the best guards in the country. They call him Little Steph Curry because he he can shoot that thing from from half court. You know what I'm saying? I don't know why they he. Right now, today, he's better than Steph Curry no. when Steph Curry was in college. Oh, okay, when in college, yeah, not now, and like no. in the NBA. So, of course, I mean, but but you gotta give you gotta get that dude respect. Trey Young, he he putting up tremendous numbers. He I want to see if he can do it more. Eleven and seven today. Yeah. I gotta put a disclaimer on that because he been that deal. I have to put a disclaimer on that. When Steph Curry came out, when he went to Davidson, he was a three star athlete. So of course he's not gonna be as good as yeah, freshman year exactly. because Trey Young was a five star and he's McDonald All American. I mean, but so still. he should be better. But that's why I put the disclaimer out there. I just want to. No, I'm just saying like you, you can't about call a kid little Steph Curry when he better than Steph Curry when he was in that same. But I think they're talking about little Steph Curry in the league now. Like Steph Curry, like this is what I'll say. They play different though. Steph Curry's junior year and Trey Young's freshman year when they both gonna come out and you compare them, I would take Trey. I feel like Trey, at, at that moment, was better than Steph. Because I feel like, even though Trey... Steph Curry didn't get good to, what, year three? That's what I'm saying. He came out his junior year. No, I'm just well, saying... Well, he got good his sophomore year. No, I'm talking about in the league, he wasn't good to In the league, three, when they got rid of Monta Ellis. Yeah, was that year four? Yeah. Year three or four. Yeah. Shout out to man. Shout out to Trey. Shout out to his dad. He got a, man, his dad real good people. He went to Texas Tech. Man, um, shout but, out to him. Shout out Trey to, Young. Shout out to Oklahoma. They don't, but he yes, sir. With the Houston products. Shout out to Oklahoma with the Houston Oklahoma products. Oklahoma State alumni. Cam, Cam Augusti, uh, um, Christian, uh, this is Christian. Uh, Shout James. out to Jeffrey Carroll Jr. It's his last name, James. My God. Kadeem Sitter? Yeah, Kadeem Sitter too. It's his senior year. Shout out to Marcus Smart across your open jump. I'm putting that out there, yeah. Marcus Smart went to Oklahoma State. He did. Oh, okay. And I remember that because I crossed in that open gym. I'm putting that out there. Oh, you went to Oklahoma State? I did. Okay. And he okay. remembers that very vividly. Okay. Because the dude got tased that same day. Oh, dang. Okay. It went down that day. Uh, So, who y'all got in the draft, man? Number one pick. Right now, they say it's between um, DeAndre Ayton, Bagley, Secure the Bag, and, and, and Trey Young, and Mamba. I, I, I think it's going to go... Just depending on who it is, but I think Bagley gonna be one, and then depending on I who's can't go with Bagley, I think I think it's gonna be DeAndre Ayton. The, the guy got the whole package, man. You need a seven footer that can shoot a three. He can if you want him to, and he can but, bang in the paint with whoever you want. Yeah, but Bagley, he, he got grown man. Bagley could play three through five. I mean, who's picking? This, okay, this is what I think. I think right now this draft class is gonna be a little bit like. The 2006 class, and then you if you if you just go Greg Oden, if you're going a, off a of potential Kevin Durant type potential guy, yeah, but if you go off a of potential man, like DeAndre Ayton ain't putting up numbers like Marvin, Marvin Bagley. DeAndre Ayton is winning though. <laughs> I mean, so what you so so at the end of the year, if DeAndre Ayton gets the national championship, and what's his name don't, that's not gonna weigh over. No, because they're bigs. What you like, mean is they big? Guards can he's, talk. No, guards. he's really a guard. I'm not going to lie to you. Marvin Bagley is in, in between a three and a stretch four. So it's kind of like no, whatever but, his skill level no, goes. No, but whatever what I'm saying, like, if you say, okay, y'all both in the paint, Marvin Bagley has been better in the paint. He's, he got more rebounds. I mean... I mean, I don't know. I, honestly, it depends on who picking. Like, because I, I don't know. 
Because they're talking about that guy that's international too. Ah, uh, don't don't do international, please, scouts. Don't do international. I'm I'm not a fan of that. I'm not a fan of a top pick that's international because some of them guys. They film can deceive you because they doing that against it's like you can see Lamelo Ball yeah, type no, guys. Yeah, you can watch the the thing with Lamelo Ball and them, and you can easily see how slow that game is compared to LeBron would have got sixty in that game. Yeah, exactly. It's a different ball game. I hate. I mean, I hate to say that because I'm not trying to be a hater to them dudes from overseas, but it's a different I ball am. game. Man. Y'all don't need to come here. You know, nah, some of them are good. I ain't gonna. Nah, I don't do them like that because some of these guys know how to play. So I'm not gonna just tell you. I think. That, that, I, yeah. I just. Marvin Bagley's averaging 22 points a game. Well, Andrew Bogan, I think, was the number one pick. Was that 06? Yeah. 07. 07, one of those. And he, and he, yeah. and he played Australia. like a second-round pick the whole, his whole career. And Yao yeah, Ming was true. the first. I mean, but try. Anthony Bennett was a first-round pick, and he played like a G League guy. So, I mean, well, it's hit or miss in the draft. Well, since so. I'm doing international, so. Marvin Bagley averaged a double-W average 22 and 12. Okay, look up DeAndre Aiden numbers, man. He killing, man. The kid can play ball. Hakeem the Dream. He averaged 20 and 11. Well, he's had him. Oh, man. Exactly. He played. I didn't say he was bad, bro. I'm just saying Marvin Bagley better. Nah. But I'm who's like picking though? Because yeah, who, that, that's what it all. My thing is this. It's right. It depends on who picking. Because if you don't need no post, I'm not taking DeAndre. Hayden. Yeah, you don't. If you don't need no, if you don't need no power forward slash three man that could be a guard, then I'm not taking him. Well, my but thing is this. If you need a a, a, a guard, guard you might you might want to take Trey Young. You know what? I thought about this. Even if you don't need a rim runner, you still gonna take Marvin Bagley because he could be a trade piece. Nah, ain't nobody trading. That well, you don't know that. He might he might be an all star the rest of his life. We don't know that. No, I, I I think those those three dudes and maybe I think Muhammad Obama is a they're gonna draft him high, but he hit or miss because it's a bunch of dudes that do that in the NBA that's not good. Okay, so you have it. So you guys have. I think though, like Aiden Bagley and Trey Young, Trey Young and Mo Bamba and them. Uh, I know what I'm saying is I don't, I think those are surefire. Like yeah, I think outside of injury, yeah, yeah, I think they are too. I, I, it's just hard because even like Michael Porter Jr. Like you got he in the draft too. And, he's not gonna be no top. And he gonna sit he out like a 10. year. It, no, he gonna be sit out a year, and he gonna be like Ben Simmons and play the next year and be rookie of the year. Well, my uh, thing. Well, if he's just out of here, he play, he not gonna, with back injuries. You not, bro. Well, not but, with back injuries. I don't know about that. Bro. He hurt his back. Yeah, that's some. That's that's what ended Tracy McGrady. Remember? Well, that? that lets me know he's going to Philly because for some reason, when you go to Philly, you sit out for a year. So that's where, that's where Michael Porter Jr. is going. He's going to Philly. Congratulations. So as far as everybody else, I mean, I feel like the draft can go either way. My what I what I look for in the draft are guys who pick outside the lottery. Mamba Mamba gonna be good in the draft too. Mamba, that's gonna be a good pickup. Robert Williams from Texas A&M his draft stock is falling right now. Cause they they's not playing good. They need to get together over there at Texas A&M. But his draft stock falling. Then you got Miles Bridges, DJ Ho is. Miles Bridges is a you don't know who he is. DJ Hawk. DJ Hawk gonna be a good pro. No, no, no. He gonna be like he gonna be way better in college. I mean, no, he gonna be way better than a pro. He gonna be like number fifteen. DJ Hogg is a guy. I think he's still suspended. I'm not sure if he. Yeah, he played. He played. Went to the game. But I know. I've been looking at some mock drafts, and I didn't really see his name. But I know as soon as he says I'm going to the draft, he's gonna be on there. Yeah, I think he'll test well. Like fifteen. But I think twenty. He'll be in that range. He looks like a guy who will test well, and then you'll look back at the film and be like, yeah. This is why we had him here at first. Yeah, he gonna, he gonna be straight. Now, Miles Bridges, I like Miles Bridges, I, but when I watched him play in person and from what I'm seeing now, his game has not advanced 
He's still at the same level, a twin guard, like you don't know. I mean, a twin post, you don't know. He's not really supposed to be a post. So is he gonna be like a he's he, no, he he's can go no either dribble. he can go either way. He can go being a Tristan Thompson type player. Or he can be a Draymond Green type. Nah, he better than Tristan Thompson. He's Melo Tremble. He's a guy who should have got out his freshman year and for some reason decided to stay. And each year he keeps digging a hole. Yeah. That's what Melo Tremble did. Melo Tremble was a top And they just, they just lost today too to Michigan, yeah. by the way. He was a top. I want players, parents, I want y'all to listen. Because me and my brother Mark talk about this all the time. Go get that check. Melo Tremble Where's was a top go? ten pick. After his freshman year, decided to stay another year. He went from top ten to low second round. Then he went back. Then he's just been undraftable ever since. And I think he got what he left after his junior year. No, he stayed as off of all four because he played that last year with Rasheed. Well, all I know is he ended up not getting picked up. And I, is he? I think he's in the G League, but I don't know where. He might be in the G League. Or and see, overseas. and see, that's the problem. He was a top ten guy who now we don't even know where he's at. Yeah. So don't be mellow tremble. And uh, it's, a bunch, it's a bunch of dudes like that. What's his name? Larry Drew? Larry uh, Drew or Larry Nance? No, Drew. The Larry one that Drew? played in North Carolina and then he went to uh, Cal. Uh, yeah, I think that was Larry Drew. Yeah, no, no, no. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was Larry Drew. He, the yeah, Braves. Larry Drew. Yeah, he was uh, All-American like three years in a row. And yeah. Then, and then no money. But see, you know what it is? It's hard, too, because Scotty Reynolds. Scotty Reynolds is the only first-team All-American never get drafted. Matter of fact, he's never even touched the G League. Like he, like in American basketball in college, this man was in the first team All American the year. Him, it was him, John Wall, Evan Turner, Demarcus Cousins, and somebody else. I keep forgetting their name. Unless that's fine. He didn't get touched. Like no one, like no league in America, not even Canada, wanted to touch him. He had to go overseas, and it was really strange. So I feel like because like that's why I tell people not to cut you off. Yeah, you but go ahead. people get upset. But this is the truth. Res sometimes resumes don't matter when you're undersized at your position. Well, he was six two guy, Trey Young six two. Yeah, but Trey Young does other stuff that's amazing. Trey Young is a special player. Yeah. You can't compare him to yeah. any other guy. Like, but that's why I said Scotty Reynolds because Scotty Reynolds was considered a special player as a first team All American. I've never heard anybody ever call a first team All American not a special guy. But what position but did he, he play? Who's my guard? But who did he play with? He, he was, he was on Villanova. 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 Oh, Villanova. Villanova. talking about the kids he played with. Around him? Yeah. Oh. Hey, man, that's Villanova. I have nothing to say about Villanova. Oh, There'll be no Villanova <laughs> slander. But that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't. I think there was one guy who was top 50 on the team. But I'm saying, was it another point guard he played with, right? Um, I think so. I think he was a top 50 guy. I think he was a sophomore, though. I, I don't remember. I just remember there. that's when the Big East was still, like, Around. No, but my thing is like then they probably break it down like he probably wasn't very athletic he probably wasn't a very good defender probably he probably like like it's just other stuff that they you that you look at but you see why but you see why that's kind of tough because if you're gonna call somebody a first team all American but then say that at the same time uh, I mean you got to think being an all American doesn't that means you like it's plenty for instance the best player might not be the most recruitable player. Yeah, that's true. I mean, like, just just because you're all American don't mean that you're. That's true. Yeah, it's just, just, you're, you're not a pro. Like some people just like, uh, like, like again. We can go. Let me but see. Bit, bit, no, but see, but, that's why it's hard because he's the only one. I'm gonna find a list. That's why. That's why you see what I'm saying. He's the only one. But that's why people be careful about that because. Like I said, the best player isn't always the most recruitable player or the, or the most pro-ready player. Because mm -hmm. you got to think, what he did well 
was was good for college. Mm -hmm. Like, does your game transcend to the NBA? Yeah, I just want to know if Scotty Reynolds, instead of being a senior, was a freshman, would it make a difference? Because for me, I feel like NBA GMs, like the whole one and done rule, I feel like that was put in place because they make bad decisions. So I feel like, you know, for some reason, juniors and seniors get knocked because they're older. Like, people can't learn. Like, just because you turn 21 or 22, all of a sudden I can't learn their skills. So, and then at the same time, you got to think the best players in the NBA, more than half of them outside of LeBron and those dudes like that. You got to think James Harden stayed two years. Jimmy Butler wasn't a McDonald's All American. Yeah, Jimmy Butler, Jimmy yeah. Butler stayed four in college. Yeah, four, yeah, four years. years. Guy, Chris man. Paul, four years. Like, shout out Chris to Jimmy, Paul, man. I think two years. Shout yeah. out to Jimmy Wake Butler. Wake Because I'm talking about high school. No, no, he was more than two. Jimmy Butler, shout out to him, man. I think it was four years. Uh, Paul George. Well, Paul George was one to two years. Two years at Fresno State. So I'm saying, like, you know what I'm saying? It's kind of like when you become that junior or senior, NBA GMs knock that because you're older. Like I don't, I, I don't get it. I feel like, but that's why I said that rule that they made. That's because they well, make. Well, because you gotta think also too. Your junior year, senior year, did you get better than where you were your freshman year, or but did it, you stay the same? But my thing is this. You could have gotten better, but probably not pro-type yeah. better. So that's why, for me, it's, it's kind of weird because, like, Draymond Green, I'll say that. Draymond Green was a guy who was you gotta, a senior. You got to remember that yep, Draymond Golden Green stayed mm. four years. You got to remember, though, that the Golden State Warriors, the reason why they're so good is because they have those type of guys. Yes, but they and, build a team. And also, but Draymond Green, if you ain't seen him in college, Draymond Green but, on a little heavier side. So he, he had, one, he had to learn how to be a better passer. It's all about development, too. Well, that's what I'm saying. NBA, so when teams you, develop. Like, so, so when Warriors you, develop. Yeah, so when you do that, as a GM, you're telling, if, when you make a rule like that, you're telling me as a league, a lot of you GMs don't know how to develop the players. Yeah. So don't fault the players by making that rule. Yeah. Maybe y'all need to hire better scouts. The Warriors know how to develop. The Celtics know how to develop. The Sixers showing you that they know how to develop. I mean, just certain teams. The Rockets got good development. Shout out to uh, John Lucas. Uh, so, I mean, it just depends what team you playing on, man. Like, I mean, the Cavaliers, questionable. I'm not going to say they well, got they don't like development. Well, you have LeBron James. You're the best player in the world. Well, no. So. I don't think they're good at development only because LeBron James, for some reason, don't like playing with rookies. And well, LeBron James was fired up the other night about how they wasn't playing good and wasn't playing defense. And I'm like, yeah. And well, that's, no, it's not that he not he don't like playing with rookies. He just well, he likes veteran guys. He prefers to be around veteran guys. Yeah, because it's hard. Like it's hard. You don't want to teach. You don't want to teach those guys. Like you don't want to come to practice every day. Like hey, you need to do this. Like and that's your star player. You don't want to do that. But if it's somebody just like a guy off the bench, oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, like a three point shooter, like James like, Ferguson. Yeah, yeah, like him or like for instance, uh, that boy uh, that that play point guard for the Spurs. If he could slip to the Cavs, you don't think he would have took that little boy on? He's a sophomore, though. He's been in the league. Dewante Murray? He, no, he's been in the league for you. This is rookie year. No, nah, Dewante Murray was there last year. You said that last time. But, hold on. I have to about the podcast. But I have to disqualify Dewante Murray because everybody knows that LeBron James owns Clutch Sports. That's one of his clients. Yeah. That's why I have to disqualify him because LeBron James has a relationship with him based mm -hmm. on that. Yeah. That's why he wanted Eric Bledsoe. Uh, it's the second year, man. He from Washington, bro. He's from Washington. And he's, he should have been a McDonald's All-American. He, he was a real good player in high school. He, he should have been a McDonald's All-American. He got smooth. He went to Rainer, huh? No, he went to uh, uh, high school? Yeah. Oh, he might have. I don't remember the name of high school. I, well, who? Marquise Chris. 
So if like Marquise Chris, instead of going to Phoenix, went to the Cavs, yeah, yeah. basically he would be trying to take Tristan Thompson's spot. Mm-hmm. So my thing is this, would LeBron James help him fulfill that role since it seems like Tristan Thompson can't no more? Yeah. Kardashian curse. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, um, I gotta stop with this Kardashian curse. I mean, he, he can't, believes, he can't, I mean. He believes in the Kardashian curse and he believes in, uh, what's his name? Lil B, the bass guy. Yes, the bass guy, blessing and the curse. Now, this is my thing. Tristan Thompson, you have to stay with her now. Y'all about to have a baby. Don't make us black men look bad by leaving. You need to stay with her now. That's you, true. That, you need to find a way to turn that curse into a blessing. Now, you're about to have a blessing, but being with her is a curse, just physiologically. I'm not saying, you know, she's a bad person and nothing like that. Don't nobody get on Daniel. There ain't nothing wrong with me. Yeah. It's just superstitious, just like I believe in the base God's blessing and his curse. <laughs> like, I, look up all the teams that he blessed. Look up their stats. And what they did. And what they've done since he's publicly blessed them. They've all done better. Every single one. You trying to tell me that's a coincidence? I think not. <laughs> so, so like, you know, it's high school basketball season going on right now. And we're in Texas for a lot of people who don't know. And, like, the main issue that we everybody was complaining about last year was the fact that um, Clyde Forrest lost because mm-hmm. they was holding the ball. No shot clocks. And a lot of states have shot clocks. A lot of states don't, though, neither. So, sir, I mean... That's a big topic for a lot of people. That's and so on one side of it, uh, the governing body of all our athletic uh, principles in this state, besides private, is UIL. UIL basically is saying that it is an unfair advantage to have the shot clock, if I'm not mistaken. So, and a lot of coaches feel like that way too because they have players that's not playing, that's not gonna play college basketball. And y'all know me, like why are you playing basketball if you don't wanna go play college basketball? But a lot of schools have that uh, problem. But on the other side, it's let's prepare our guys or, you know, make the guys, you know, play at a high level because the shot clock raises the level of play. Uh, I think we should, Go with defense of three seconds. If you uh, if you add that, the game will go faster because you can't play zone. Like uh, you can't play. If you don't have a shot clock, yeah. Uh, if you don't have a, a shot clock, you should go with defense of three seconds. So let me tell you about the shot clock. So I did a grind session. I actually was the person running the shot clock at the grind session. I, I did at, the circuit. It was at Victory Prep. So uh, I was running the shot clock. Miles Bridges was there playing. DeAndre, eight. these guys are NBA players in next year. So these guys was playing Jerry Vanderbilt. And when I tell you the game was much smoother, it's much it was much better. Like for, for someone that that loves basketball, like I understand what you're saying when they were saying it's an unfair advantage because some of these kids don't play basketball. I understand that part. But for somebody that loves basketball and just likes watching good basketball, the shot clock made it that much better because number one, you have to coach. You don't have, you can't just sit there and be like, oh yeah, run that same stuff that we always do. Now it's in-game situations where you got to be like, hey, okay, they doing this. We need to get a shot out for the shot clock come off. We need to do this, this, and that. Another thing is the players got to step up their basketball IQ. Not, I mean, so even if you don't want to play basketball at the next level, your basketball IQ got to step up. 
What's the point of playing back anything, doing anything if you don't want to go to the highest form? That's true. But it is some kids that just play basketball to have fun. Even them, though, you still need to have a high level of basketball IQ because you're playing now. And you're doing the other kids a disservice. Yeah. I mean, so I mean that's participation trophies are not. <coughs> so I mean, at the at the at the grind session, shout out to the grind session, very good organization over there. Um, it, I mean, it was just better basketball to me from watching high school, regular public high school basketball with no shot clock, and to watching them play with the shot clock. It just like, and that's why I think DeAndre Adams is gonna be a number one draft pick because I've seen him in that environment. Like it was just something special. You know, it was just something different. Just like you said, you went to the game with the shot clock. Yeah. This, it, was, it was better basketball, right? It was something you had to get. It was crazy. Like, um, I went to go, you know, we went to go see Bishop O'Dowell play. He played Hayward. And my uh, my boy, he played for them. His dad coaches uh, the team. Um, shout out to my boy, Will. I can show y'all the pig. Y'all don't believe me. Yeah. He don't know Will. No. Go ahead. Go ahead, Daniel. <laughs> Daniel, like, go ahead, man. I was like, huh? Oh, but, um. <laughs> Yeah, it was it was crazy. Real shivering. He had to look up his name. Go ahead. Uh, it was crazy because um, like whenever I saw the shot clock going, I was like, wait, they have that here? And so I just looked it up just because I was like, okay, so because it just seemed like it was unusual because I was so used to no shot clock, even in high school when I played. So Massachusetts, Maryland, Rhode Island, Washington State, New York State, California, North Dakota, and South Dakota. Along with now uh, Wisconsin, who's going to use it in the 2019-20 season. So that's nine states out of 50. So 41 states still don't use a shot clock. So I feel like, oh, okay, yeah, okay. So Dre is showing us the picture of a dude he was talking about. I remember seeing him play that particular game. My my man, you got to pass the ball more. Oh no, no, he he gonna try to get a buck. Alright, yeah. finish what you were saying. But it was it was cool. I, I liked him. But finish what you were saying about the but, shot clock. You were saying some interesting points, man. Yeah, it just um I feel like the shot clock, man, the shot clock actually teaches you how to play faster. Cause you gotta think about it. Exactly. if you if you're in a state and I know a lot of kids who play on a circuit, they gonna oh, use it, they're gonna play with it before they get there regardless. But say you're a three star or even a two star. You never play with the shot clock. You never get on a team that kind of plays with one during the summertime or in the spring. You go to college, all of a sudden it's 30 seconds on the clock. How do you adjust to that? I mean, it's one thing to practice it and adjust to it, but you're still not used to actual game speed. Like, the actual game speed will get to you. How about okay? How about look, 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 look. Oh, hold on. Can I say my piece? Oh, okay, go ahead. Currently, eight USA states require the use of a shot clock, 30-second shot clock in high school. California, Maryland, Massachusetts, New York, North Dakota, list. Rhode Island, South Dakota, and Washington. And Wisconsin's going to use it in 2000. And then some of them are probably using it, and they're not required to. Use and I bet I no, guarantee no, no. if they did, they would put them on that list because it's it's a it's a it's a this is a thing because the the board of like UIL would have to approve of it. And that's a, and once you do that, that's but the UIL, UI, UI, no, but UIL has came on uh, Twitter and announced that whoever throwing a tournament, if y'all want to use a shot clock, we can. Yeah, in the pre, in the but pre but it's the pre tournament. But it's kind of like not, not official tournament. But they're saying like statewide, you have to use it. That's what they're talking about. Yeah. This is statewide. I guess if you can, uh, but it's different if you have to. No, no, okay. So check uh, this out. I think so, Kentucky might be using it soon too. Yeah, like so we went to Spain. 
How, how about playing on the flex. shot clock? Super flex. How flex. about playing on the shot clock? And they had no shot clock. And they was like, so Ooh. when it got to eight seconds, they said, Ocho. Okay. All I know is Look at this. He said somebody, Spain. These are the arguments right here that somebody, I guess, uh, somebody that was on the board for basketball, he said, the high school game does not need a shot clock. It is in good shape. He said, a shot clock takes away strategy from some coaches to slow the ball down to match up to the opponent, which I do not agree with at all. And he said, some committee members opposed to the state adoption of a shot clock because everyone should be playing at the playing the same game. Educational-based basketball does not warrant the student-athletes and coaches play to entertain the public. It is difficult for a committee. He said, wait, we have individuals each year who speak about the shot clock, but they do not have, we don't have a majority of people that want to do the shot clock. Whatever That's why I said it should be, if you take away three seconds, defensive three seconds, and make people play defense, the game is faster and it's better. Anybody who loves Oh, this is what it is right here. Shot clocks range from $2,000 for a basic model to be mounted onto the backboards or to $5,000 for one attachment. So they're basically trying to say it's a money issue, some states. That's what I'm what saying. are you talking about? They said that in UIL and every eight, I want to say almost every HISD school has one. The Campbell Center has it on their stuff. If you could build a $25 million football stadium, what is $2,000? But you got to think about it. Football is big here. So they don't, they're don't. they looking at it differently. I'm not talking about nobody else. I don't know what I'm saying. You, I'm just saying, about what, Texas. What, what is, what is $2,000 in the grand scheme of things uh, when, you, when you make that every game? But see, that's us thinking about that. You got to think about the board. We don't know any of these board members on UIL. For all we know, all these board members got sons who love football and care less about basketball. We really don't know. Because, and I think that's what makes it hard. When you don't know who's on the board. And the crazy thing is not just us, bro. Like, it's other states that's that not feel that way. Clock, man. So, I mean, it's not. And well, we're a football state. Well, so, I don't, care, well, I don't care about Kentucky kids. I care, I, I about, care about the other states. Yeah. I no, care I'm about Texas it's a, kids. It's an issue for a whole. I feel like everyone should have a shot clock. Yeah. I feel like that should be, okay, you playing basketball, your varsity. Not not freshman or JV, you're on varsity, you should have a shot clock. My thing is, is, if you're a high school basketball player and you're serious about it, if you've ever said, you know what, I'm good playing at this level, I don't care about going to college and playing, let me know because then the shot clock don't affect you. But almost every single player I've ever heard talk about, you know, I want to go play college. There's a shot clock. Wait, and I guarantee you if you put a kid, like if you, t if you know what kind of kids play on the circuit because they use shot clock. And if you ask them, they're going to be like, man, I'd rather play with the shot clock. It's just one of those things that, um, especially because, like, like, going NBA down, if you want the game to be more fluid. Like, I'm, I, I feel like also, I feel like the three-point line should be the same at all levels. No, because. That's me. That's just me. No, no. Only reason why, you got to have some room for growth. Yes. So, when you get to college, you're a little bit more stronger, faster. Yeah, that's true. That's just me because yeah. I like I like everything to kind of be uniform and unison. But some of them young well, kids. Well, I mean, you got to think, the NBA court is bigger cause, and yeah. wider because they want more spacing. NBA, you need to make the court bigger. Like, the athletes are bigger and faster and stronger now. Y'all need to. No, their courts aren't. No, but I'm saying you need, the court needs to be bigger now. Like the, they need to make the, they don't have to make it longer, but it needs to be wider. Mm. Like I know a lot of y'all readers trying to sell tickets, but y'all gotta think about these athletes. Like I should never see an athlete fall into first row courtside seats because y'all don't want to make the court longer. Even if you make the court longer and still have the so, seats so there. So you're saying like the, 
keep the court the same but make the boundary a little wider. Like you can make you can have the same length but make the width bigger. Because think about it. If you're a guy with a size 16 shoe, you stand on the three-point line, you're probably already out of bounds if you're in the corner. Yeah, that's key. So I'm just saying, I'm quarter threes, and that's how that's kind of how I look at it. Get any NBA player, tell them to stand in the corner, like for a three-pointer behind the line. Yeah. If their foot is almost like out of bounds, that lets you know you need to either make that a little longer or just make the whole court uh, wider. That's true. That's true. Good points. Good points. But I mean, you still gotta have some restriction too, where like just like in a race car, like some roads are uh, slimmer than the other, and you gotta have skilled that skilled to drive that. That's true. That's skill, but then it's like, it, but you know, we know the difference is there's no skill requirement between how much I grow. Like my thing is this: if I never chose to have size 17 feet, I can't help that. So it's like that should be accommodated for. Like if it was a skill to make sure your foot is inside a three-point line, if that's a skill, just let us know. But if it's not, they the athletes can't help how big they are. So. That's why I feel like that at least either make it wider the court or just change, just change that line, the out of bounds line for three point line. They get a little farther away, mm -hmm. so guys with big feet can don't have to you know just sit yeah. there and shoot the corner three. That makes sense. Makes sense. Good stuff. Good stuff, fellas. Uh, we appreciate y'all for tuning in to the OG podcast, man. Uh, the original guys. Original guys podcast. Uh, shout out to Daniel. A regular on the show. Appreciate it. Center. Appreciate it. Thank you. You know, the, one of the best facilities in the country. In the country. Definitely black the best owned. In the state. Thank you. So, black Dre went to Spain. This is a flex. Yeah. He said, I'm a podcast. I was late with the Spain. Yeah, he just flexed on us earlier. I did. Shout out to that. Shout out to Dre. Got his passport. His passport got points them stamps. Out. He got those stamps. Yeah. So I, I, I mean, I do. I, you know, I you do a little shum shum. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> got his passport up. Okay. Uh, one went out there and won a gold cup. You know, uh, I was, there you go. Uh, there you go. Oh, there you go. go. All right. Mr. Uh, Flex, yeah, man. Uh, Grant Canaries can't do nothing with us. Okay. Uh, okay. Shout out to Mark Gasol. Uh, Basketball Academy. We beat them by 80. You know how we do. Uh, shum, shum, shum. Uh, there you go. All right, man, but we appreciate y'all for tuning in. Uh, make oh, sure you follow us. Uh, shout out to our sponsors. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, the lovely MI3 facility. Yeah, um, Calvin Ward Group. We appreciate all you guys. But well, we need some more uh, sponsors. Yeah. Uh, so we can start recording. Yeah. Um, more followers. Live too. stream. More followers, um, too. Highlight us. And be, be on the lookout. If you want to get on the show, Make sure you DM us. Yeah, and and we can schedule something. Yeah, we always we always welcome guests. Doug Jones uh, stood us up today. Yeah, Doug Jones Aww. should be the next one on, man. Uh, but yeah, like I said, man, shout out to everybody. Give give them the give them the Twitter, the Twitter and the Instagram for Mi Three. Well, Mi Three Center. You know, on Instagram we're at Mi Three Center, and don't forget to follow our uh, Mi Three Bounce page at Mi Three Bounce. That's our uh, spring summer grassroots basketball team. Also. At MI3 Center on Twitter and on Facebook. Y'all stay tuned into the OGs, the original guys podcast, the best podcast on the planet. And give us a uh, follow at the Ridge Guys Pod. Again, that's at the Ridge Guys Pod. Follow me, Dre McDonald, at Dre McDonald on Twitter. On Instagram, at Dre L McDonald. Yeah, and follow me on Instagram. 
at off season don't exist and on uh, Twitter at, at Houston Top Guns or at C Ware, Coach Ware. And man, we appreciate you guys. Keep tuning in. Tell your friends about us. Share it. Let everybody know, man, it's going down. The Original Guys Podcast. Anything else? I think we, 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 we out.